Now, y'all, we've been talking about this for weeks. And uh, we were, uh, I don't know, earlier this week, uh, something came across my He said that secular people, people who aren't Christians, have used these principles better than the people in the church. Y'all remember we said that? All right. Is the video ready, my brother? There's one more scripture I want to show you before we go to the video, because I want to show you this video. Amen. This video don't have no cussing in it, right? All right, praise God. Sometimes people be showing videos of church. Yeah, we the cuss-free church. Somebody say amen. 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 We cussing in church. Amen. And we know people struggle, but I don't think you ought to come to church and hear no cussing. What you think? Uh, tough crowd. What y'all think about that? Amen. Amen. Luke 16 and 8. Now, this is such a principle because the principle of faith and words belong to who? Whoso, whosoever. Jesus said whosoever shall say, right? Didn't, didn't qualify, didn't say you got to be saved, you got to be a Baptist, you got to be Pentecostal. He didn't even say you got to believe in God. He said whosoever shall say. So these are laws like gravity, okay? But listen to what Jesus said about us in the church. He said, the Lord commended the unjust servant because he had done wisely. For the children of this world, the children of this world, talking about unsaved, unregenerate people, people who do not belong to the Lord. He said, the people of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Who are the children of light? Are you a, children, are you a child of the light? I know I am. So he's saying that the people of the world, Sister Jasmine, many times grasp the concepts and the precepts and the laws that he's created for us better than we do. Roll the tape, y'all. You may be seated. we just read that Jesus said many times 
The children of this world use his stuff, his principles. Y'all, God created the laws of faith for us. Two amens on that. I'll say that again. May I say it over this side? God created the laws of faith for us. Okay, let's just back up. Okay, I'm, I'm going to help you with some logic. Okay. So, who created gold? Was that the devil or God? Who created silver? Was that the devil or God? Yet, soldier boy, he walked around with 10 pounds of gold around his neck. Hello? So, who's supposed to have the wealth of the world? LeBron James? Jay-Z, who is a professed Luciferian. You didn't know that? Who's supposed to have the wealth? Oprah that denies Jesus is the only way? Who's supposed to have it? I don't, I don't hear nobody. Ozzy Osbourne, who's worth $200 million and can't sing a note right? Who's supposed to have this world's wealth? Who did God create it for? He created it for us. But he said many times the children of this world, they tap in and get what God gave to us. Come on, somebody. How many of y'all ever had some children and, and, and I'm talking about you had blessed them and given them some good stuff and then some outside children, they, they, they treated like it wasn't nothing, but then some outside guest people came to your house and was like, oh my God, you got an Xbox? Come on, somebody. You got a PlayStation? You got games on it? And they was over there. They were just so elated. They were, I mean, they was in there playing the game. Y'all eat Pop-Tarts for breakfast over here? Oh, my God. Y'all ever seen that situation? Where outside people come in and appreciate, come on, somebody, and utilize and are thankful. Can I, can I show it to you right down your street? Huh? And I know the political, black political people, they got something to say about this and that. But, uh, but, but y'all, listen, we, we over here, we don't like America. Donald Trump in the office. If Donald Trump get in the office, I'm leaving the country. Y'all remember all the people that said that? And they still here? Snoop Dogg didn't go nowhere. Somebody say amen. All right, but, but we, we got all this stuff to say about the country. We don't like the country and it's uh, systemic racism. And we are, y'all, you know we're the freest country in the whole world. You know that you can come over here and get something and be something and start something and start a bit. You know you can become a millionaire over here faster than you can become a millionaire in any other place in the world. And other people come over here. Hello? While you sitting there waiting for a reparation check. Come on, somebody. Other people, I know some of y'all going to get mad at me. But, but while you sitting there waiting on the white man or, or some other man to give you something, they come over here, risk their life to come over here, get on a boat coming over here, jumping over walls and bob, and, and, and bob wire to get over here. And they will live 10 and 20 to an apartment, not complain, share the same two cars, and make it. 
Ain't nobody mad but Black Lives Matter up in here. Somebody say amen. Yo. But there are no excuses. Because death and life are in the power to, did you hear what the dude said? What have you been saying? I'm going to make this power statement, and y'all, I got to get out of here. But where you are and what you have right now is a product of everything that you said and believed yesterday. Watch this. I guarantee you, there's nobody in here that has said for the last five years, every day, three times a day, I'm a mean. Notice he didn't say, remember he, he was talking fast. He said, say it in the present tense, not what you're going to be. He said, say it like you already got. There's nobody in here. Is anybody in here for the last five years said every day, three times a day, I'm a meaner? No. Do you notice you're not one? Because the power of life and death, the power of death and life is in the tongue. Notice the Bible says, can y'all please keep scriptures up there? I don't need to see my logo, okay? Keep them up there until I take them out. But do you notice that the Bible says there are power, there's power in your tongue? So every time you say something, you're releasing power. Now I want you to think about what did you talk about last week? How much stuff did you complain about last week? Come on, somebody. How many times did you talk about money? How many times did you talk about, oh, it's so hot? How many times did you talk about this or that? Come on, somebody. How many times you say, oh, I'm tired? How many times you say, I'm getting old? How many times you say, I'm getting too fat? How many times? Come on, somebody. How many times? How many times? How many times did you talk about your present condition in the negative? And y'all, every time you did it, power was released out of your tongue. Do y'all believe that or not? So y'all, we've been talking about this, and this has been so good. The power of death and life is in the tongue. Is this this, baby? Is this this? Okay. So I need to go to handheld? I'm good. Okay. All right. Now listen. There's another thing that happens because we talked about it on Wednesday night. Bill Winston talking about it. The lady was talking about him. Uh, we went to Southwest this summer. He talked about four dimensions. There is another dimension that we don't see. And if we are Christian, we believe in that dimension. Hello? Do you know that all of us has changed our behavior because of something that we believe in we've never seen? Anybody ever been to heaven? Let me see here. How many of y'all planning on going? Amen. So we're believing and talking about something we've never seen? Yes? Anybody ever talk about God? Have you ever seen God? There's a whole realm. It's called the spiritual realm. Yes? And there, there are things in the natural realm that are hidden. Right? How many of y'all using your phone right now? There are waves coming through your phone called cellular waves. There are microwaves going through this room. There's Bluetooth signals going through this room. There's Wi-Fi going through. Can you see them? Can you touch them? There's a whole other reality of things that are going on right now in the 
this room. And right now in this room, there is a spiritual dimension. There are angels in this room. There are devils in this room. Hello? God is in this room. The anointing is in this room. Somebody say amen. Sickness and disease, if you're still taking medicine for it, is in this room. Healing is in the room at the same time. Somebody say amen. And how do you choose? How do you release whatever it is that you want? You do it by the power of your You got to say it. You choose it by what you say. Somebody say amen. Now, how do angels work? All right? Anybody ever wondered that? Anybody ever wondered that? So if angels, I often wondered about angels. Now, my wife has seen, she's had a lot of spottings of angels. Let's turn me off. several times and uh, I, I just said God can I see some angels you know she better than me what's going on <laughs> but I often wondered about angels I mean what are they doing the Bible says we have a guardian angel I have a guardian angel they, the Bible says that and I've heard people talk about that you got an angel right there sitting beside you around you right now so what they do? They just stand around? What do they do? You ever wondered about that? I often wondered about that. Jenna, find that scripture in Hebrews. I don't have it in my notes. But I think it's Hebrews 2 or something. Hebrews 1 or 2. But y'all, what, what do angels do? Well, the Bible teaches us they wait for our words. So I know many times we say, well, they just do what God says. And they do. And under the old covenant, they did. But you remember Jesus said to Pilate, he said, I can call a legion of angels right now, and they will rescue me. So Jesus, the Bible says, was the firstborn of many brethren. So when we got born again, we got born into the family. Jesus is Lord, but he's also our B word. Brother. We're brothers with Jesus. The Bible says that. So whatever Jesus could do, we can do it. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Y'all ever changed your status on Facebook? When you got born again, God changed your status. Somebody say amen. amen. So now, they don't have to just wait on God to say something. One of God's children can say something. Y'all, come on, somebody. How many of y'all saw Fresh Prince, right? So they had a butler, right? Name, what's his name? Jeffrey, right? Is his name? Yeah. And, and Phil was the money maker, right? So he was paying for the butler, right? So ultimately, Phil, Uncle Phil, could tell the butler what to do. But not only could Uncle Phil tell the butler what to do, could Uncle Phil's children tell the butler what to do? Right. Because they, were, they had status. They was his child. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's go there. Where we at? I was going to hoop this out, but I got to teach this. What? Let's go to Hebrews 1.14. Come on, show y'all this. So this is how this works. Because I know somebody, a lot of y'all like to know how does it work. I'm, I'm just saying stuff. How does it work? How does it work? Why, why does it work? 
I'm going to show you why it works. It's talking about angels. Are not they all ministering spirits? Go back to uh, 13. Go back to 13. But to which of the angels did he say at any time? Sit on my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. So he's, he's making the difference between us and angels. Angels are servants. And y'all, in the great scheme of things, angels are under us. The Bible says in the end, we will judge angels. Some of y'all learning something. Did you come to church to learn something? Or just to hear what you already knew? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Like, come on. Shouldn't you learn something when you come to church? So listen. So he's talking about angels. Go to 14. He said, are they not all ministering spirits? Are they not all Jeffreys? Are they not all servants? They're servants. Sent forth to serve for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Do I have two people in here that's an heir of salvation? Do I have anybody in here who's been saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized? Come on, somebody. Well, the Bible says that angels serve us. Now sit down. How do they do that? How does that work? Everybody say the power of death and life is in my tongue. Everybody say I got power in my tongue. Look at Psalms 103 in verse 20. It says, bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, that hearken unto the voice of his word. When we speak the word of God, angels go and get it. When we speak the word of God, angels go forth and get it. There are things, y'all, I'm telling you, that me, I, you may call it weird, but how many of y'all know weird people get money? Somebody say amen. Weird people keep winning. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I, I stayed up last night, and I watched Coach Prime winning double overtime because he kept saying we're going to win. He kept saying we're going to dominate. Somebody say amen. You can call it weird all you want to. But the stuff that me and my wife have in our life, we have sent angels. Us angels, go get our new church. Somebody say amen. Angels, go get our new house. Come on, somebody. Angels, bring in all the money we need for this and that. And it happens. Speak the word of God, though. Everybody say, there's power in my tongue. Everybody say, there's power in my tongue. How do you activate angels on your behalf? This verse revealed that angels hearken. They listen, giving respectful attention unto the voice of the Lord, unto his word. Angels still do that to this day. God gives instructions to his angels and they carry them out. When we speak God's word, it's like God speaking to them and they carry out the work on our behalf. Somebody say amen. amen. Hebrews 3 and 1. Not only do, so angels, they just there. They just there. Come on up here, Sister Nana. They just there. All right? And here's Sister Nana with the angel. And I'm the angel. Turn around. And she going through a problem. And I'm just ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting to do something. I'm waiting to do something. 
And say something that's complaining. Oh, it's hot today. Oh, I can't do nothing of that. <laughs> she ain't said the word of God. She ain't said nothing. Say, say something that's complaining. Oh, man, my back hurts today. Oh, I could, I could heal her back. I could bring healing to a situation. Come on, somebody. But she ain't said nothing. Come on, somebody. She ain't said the password. Come on, somebody. She, she haven't used the word of God yet. I, I, I'm here, but I, I don't have nothing to do. I, I wish I could do something, but I can't do nothing because all she's saying is what the devil is saying, but still saying the word of God. In the name of Jesus, my back is healed. Oh, now it can work. in here. Come on, let me see your hand. Negative complainers. I know. I, me too. So how many of y'all are liars in here? Let me see your hand. With something going wrong, how many of y'all like talk about it? Amen. Complain about it. Tell somebody. Amen. Listen to this. Proverbs 13 and 3. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. In other words, you may think your dreams will never come to pass, but don't say that. Somebody say amen. James 2.17, it says, faith alone without works is dead. In the Wayman translation, it says, faith without corresponding actions is dead. Somebody say amen. Being alone. Look at 2 Corinthians 4.13. It says, and since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore speak. Now y'all, especially for those of us who are negative, glass half empty people, Glass half full people make glass half empty people sick. They just irritate us. Because they always talk about the bright side. They always got something positive to say in a bad situation. But those of us who are more negative prone, we got to put a muzzle over our mouth. And watch this. We got to stop using words to describe our situation. And we need to start using words to change our situation. Tell somebody, say, stop using words to describe your situation and start using words to change your situation. Because we can get in the cycle. And some of us just like to talk the problem. And I get off the phone with Nick, I told her the problem. Baby, what's going on? Oh, baby, I'm going through. What am I releasing? 
Power? Am I releasing power? Girl, I'm going through. This just happening and my kids acting up and this on the job, blah, blah, blah. Hold on, baby. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Miss Gwen coming through another line. Hold on, baby. Let me get up. I got to talk to her, tell her what's going on. Baby, what's going on? Baby, I'm going through. Come on, somebody. I'm releasing. And we and some people find joy or pleasure in telling the same thing over and over and over and over. And said, and every time you say it, you are releasing power in that direction. Come on, somebody. If you don't want the cat, why are you calling for the dog? Somebody say amen. If you want the cat, don't call for the dog. But we talked it, we talk it. And y'all, there's no other way that this is seen so clearly than in a marriage. I want all married people just keep looking straight ahead. You ever notice the more you talk about a problem, the bigger it gets? You ever notice that? You, there's no resolve. You saying you're well, and then the other person not even listening to you. My wife not even listening to me when I'm saying my end. She thinking about the next thing she gonna say, and she think he don't even understand what I'm saying. And I'm trying to tell her I do understand, but then she not even listening. She's saying her part. Somebody say amen. You, you ever notice it never gets better? You can talk a situation to death. Hello? But have you ever started quoting the word? Right, right in the middle of an argument, you ought to start binding the devil. My wife started binding the devil. I ain't the devil. I ain't talking to you. I bind that. She started binding the devil. I bind that spirit, that confusion spirit. I bind that stupid spirit. Baby, you calling me stupid. I'm not talking to you. I, I bind it in the name. I release press in my heart. Come on, somebody. And then he get right. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Somebody say amen. Now y'all, you got to stop using words to describe your situation. You got to start using words to change your situation. And we see this in the account over in 2 Kings 4, 18 through 29. There was a woman who could not have a baby. <laughs> she came to Elijah. And he said, what would you have me to do for you? She said she wanted a child. He said, by this time next year, you'll have a child. And she said, please don't fool me. Don't get my hopes up. He said, by this time next year, you'll have your baby. And she had her baby. The young man grew up. He was a child. Look at verse 18. It all fell on the day that he went out to his father with the reapers. And he was working out there, working the field. And he said to his father, my head, my head. Some people believe that he had a heat stroke. And he said to a lad, carry him, the father did, to his mother. And when he had taken him, had brought him to his mother, he sat her on her knees. And he sat there till noon, and then he died. 
And then she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. Oh my God. Listen to this. She shut the door behind him and went out. She called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back again. And he said, wherefore will I go to him today? Or is it neither new moon or Sabbath? And she said, it shall be well. What did she say? She didn't say he dead. She didn't say he had a he stroke. Come on, somebody. She didn't say, I can't believe what happened to Junior. What did she say? It shall be well. What did she say? What should you say when you're going through? Then she saddled upon the donkey and said to her servant, drive and go forth. Slack not your riding from me. She said, don't slow down except I tell you to. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off. He said to Gehazi his servant, behold, he said, this is the Shunammite woman. He said, run, I pray thee to meet her and say unto her, is it well with thee? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? Come on, somebody. And she answered, it is well. Come on, somebody. She didn't say, oh my God. She didn't say, I'm going through right now. She didn't say, come on, somebody. I'm sad right now. She didn't say, oh, you won't believe what just happened to me. She said, it is well. Come on, somebody. You ought to have an it is well anointing. He said, is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? And she said, it is well. Now, was that the truth? Some of y'all don't know. Was that the truth? Or did she lie? Was that the truth? Or did she lie? She said, it is well. But he was dead. Was that the truth? Or was that a lie? Come on, somebody. Some of y'all don't know. We're going to help you find out. And the, and the man of God. So then she said, it is well. <laughs> and then when Gehazi came near, uh, she came near to the, to, the, to the man of God to the hill. She caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near and thrust her away. And the man of God said, let her alone. For her soul is vexed within her. And the Lord has hidden it from me. He has not told me. Then she said, watch what she said. Did I desire son of thee, my Lord? Did I not say, don't deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, gird up your loins. Uh, I want to let you know she never said he's dead. Come on, somebody. She, she never said he's dead. She never said he had a heat stroke. She never explained the situation. She never described what happened. She just said it is well. And when she got to the man of God, she said, I thought I told you I wanted a son. He said, I did. And then he raised the son from the dead. And I want you to know here today, no matter what you're going through, you better train your mouth. Not to complain about it. You better train your tongue. How to speak the word of God. Speak it in season. Speak it out of season. Speak it when you feel like it. Speak it when you're at the altar. You ought to say. It is well. With my soul. I lost my job. What's wrong with you? 
gotta say God is real. You got a bad doctor's report. Don't tell everybody. Don't go reading what the report said. You gotta say what you gonna say. It is real. Say it again. Say it again. You go to a house that backed the nausea. Say you don't have the credit. Say you don't have the income. What you gonna say? It is real. Hallelujah. Your hospital you. I don't want it no more. I want a divorce. What you gonna say? It is real. Bad report about your children in school. What you gonna say? It is real. Is it real? It is real. Hey, the power of life and death is in the tongue. five points for you. Sit down. And I'm gone. Whew. You got to say it, y'all. She never said he was dead. 
Past acquaintance of mine, high up, Andrew Womack. I met him in Colorado years ago. He got the report that his son had died. They were an hour and a half drive away. Him and his wife got in the car, never said nothing, never talked about it. They prayed. When they got there, they raised him from the dead. Here's some of y'all. Mama, we going down there to see Bobby. He gone. He gone. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Now, all of us got to improve here. Is that true? Romans 4.17 is the principle. She was using it. Abraham used it. She didn't know. New Testament hadn't been written yet, but it was a principle. See, this is a law. Gravity had been in effect since the world began. Even before I, Sir Isaac Newton discovered it. It was a law operating in earth. Y'all understand that? What was that lady doing? As it is written, I've made you the father of many nations. Talking about Abraham. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's exactly what he did. He raised the dead. That's what the scripture said. He raised the dead in this situation by calling those things that be not as though they were. It is well and your son just died. How's it well when your son just died? How's it well and he just said he's leaving you? How's it well and you just got the report, you, they laying everybody off in your department? How's it well when you just got the foreclosure notice? You got to learn to use your mouth to change your situation. She used her mouth to change that whole situation. Now, y'all, I know for a fact that that woman has started talking about my son is dead. Got hysterical, went and told everybody, told her husband, got everybody. Because see what they do. The other thing is, all you do is get more unbelieving people Talking more unbelief. Here they come, come back. Well, when the funeral going to be? I don't know. He just died. We call you back. You're not raising nobody from the dead. Everybody say, you talk too much. Houdini say, you never shut up. <laughs> Run DMC. You talk too much. You just be quiet. Stop saying all that negative stuff. Start saying what you want to see happen. Y'all, we've learned that over finances, we don't talk that stuff. We don't talk about what we can't get, what we don't have, what we can't afford. Now, we may talk about a situation, but at the end, but my God going to supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. And then the angel can get to working. 
Somebody say amen. amen. Not only that, we learned on, on Wednesday night, y'all need to go back and listen because I'm, I'm out of time and I got to go. On Wednesday night, we learned that, that Jesus is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. That he takes out whatever we send to God and makes it happen. He presents it to the Father of our confession. He's waiting on us to say the right stuff. But I know you like points, so I'm going to give you five points that's going to help you get better in this area. Number one, stop talking about the problem all the time. Just stop it. Stop talking about the problem. Number two, don't let others speak negative stuff over your situation. Now that's big. Don't let other people speak they stuff, neg what they think over your situation. I remember doing COVID. You don't wear a mask, you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die of COVID. People used to tell me that. I'm like, bro, I'm not dying of no doggone COVID. I cancel that in the name of Jesus. I would tell them that. No, you can't speak that over me. Those words don't govern me. Those words you said don't govern me. And I know people were well-intentioned. They were just trying to scare people and make, you know, make sure people understood the seriousness of whatever. And they wanted, you know, wanted you to get whatever they, they thought was going to help you. But you can't speak that over me. You ought to turn to somebody and say, you can't speak that stuff over me now. Me and my son, we was talking yesterday. He was listening to some, you know, Christian rap. I said, man, y'all be listening to that rap. That's why y'all brain don't work right. He said, no, sir, my brain work right, daddy. Then, no, my brain, I think right. And my brain works right. And I was just joking. But we taught them. You know, you know, not even me. Don't let nobody say nothing over your life. Speak words. Because words have... Girl, you ain't gonna never get no house with credit like that. You let people say that to you? I don't let them say that to me. The uh, bank said one time we was getting this. Y'all notice we got it? Y'all notice we not leasing? Y'all know we not renting? But when we was in the process, no banks are lending to churches right now. You need to go through Southern Baptist or some organization. Are y'all with an association or a denomination? Maybe they can help you. Because banks aren't leaning to churches. I just want to let you know, Mr. Long. Do you think I let those words stay over me? No, no. I say thank you very much. But we're going to get along. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, start decreeing the word. Now, saying the word is different than decreeing the word. Now, if I say, oh, oh, no, it's going to happen. Oh, no, you're going to do. You have decreed something to somebody? Oh, no, you're going to pay me my money now. <laughs> you ain't talking about something. Can you pay my money? I, I, Rashid, I asked you to pay my, my money. No, that's not a decree. No, hey, you're going to pay me my money. That's a decree. Right? That's emphatic. Is that true? 
That's all you got to say the word of God. Oh, oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm already healed. Come on, somebody. I'm already rich. I already got more money than I need. Come on, somebody. You got to decree. Oh, by this time next year, I will be married. Devin over there. What's her name? You know she said that last year? And she married this year? You know he said that last year and he married this year? You got to decree. I've been saying it, Pastor. It ain't working. That's why it's not working. you just been saying it. You got to decree it. And it shall be established. Number four, create 10 daily confessions with a scripture. Now, let me see. Who has done that since Wednesday? Now, I told the whole church to do it. Some of y'all still ain't. Front row ain't done it. Who did it on the front row? See, see this is what I'm saying. You ain't did it, Jimmy? Lord have mercy. Oh, you wasn't here. And they, they, did you do it? You ain't did it. Did you do it? Did you do it? See, to my, I started. Y'all. She just started just now while she right. No, y'all, listen. You got to do it. Start, create 10 daily confessions that you say every day. Did y'all hear that dude? Every day. And say them every day. I don't care how you feel about it. What you want your business to do? Hello? Do you want to have a business? You live in an apartment. Do you want to have a house? Hello? Now, I, I decreed about a million dollars. Y'all, I found out, you know, we done kind of got there a little bit, but a million dollars ain't even enough. But start with a million. And see how you like it up there, okay? Just decree it. 3,000 millionaires are made every day in America. Did y'all know that? Why you can't be one of them? Somebody say amen. No, that's just for Jay-Z and Lil Nas X and uh, with his nasty self and, and uh, Cardi B with her nasty tail. And that, that, that's, that's who that's for. Or did God put the gold, the silver, the diamonds in the earth for us? He did. And for what reason? What reason? What did he say? Why did he say he want us to get wealth? So that we could establish his covenant in the earth. So that we could get the message out. And number five, speak to him daily until you sin. If you will say it, you'll see it. So I said, Salia, that stuff you got to stop saying. And then there's stuff you got to start saying. It's not enough just to stop saying negative stuff. You got to start saying some stuff. And, you know, I stood the church up on Wednesday and said, start decreeing. You know, they didn't know what to say. They got quiet. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And I said, stand up and give God some praise. Uh-uh. What's well, this? If I told everybody to stand up and pray, pray for somebody, they could do that. Y'all, them prayers ain't going nowhere because you're doing it religiously. You ain't got no word behind it. You don't have no faith behind it. 
Here we go, come. Lord, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I just thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of the name of Lord Jesus. Jesus, we just thank you, Father God. Father God, we just thank you. And Father God, don't mean that, don't do nothing. We've learned religion in churches. But we haven't learned how to use our mouth and release our faith to get results. Carl, if you actually come up here and pray, you can pray good. I know you could. Oh, Father God, Father God, I don't like it. Father. And we used to prayers to get no results. Y'all, this stuff works. This stuff works. How many of y'all gonna use it? Every head bowed, every eye closed.